Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Bez Hashem, BPM number 63. That's Bais Primi Shear for Men. Shear number 63. We're going to talk about the healthy balance in regards to the subject of embellishments during the physical intimacy between husband and wife, or wearing lingerie, using certain uh, toys and things like that. And the idea behind it, to have a healthy, balanced view of it, is that to understand that, yes, you interact and show your love through your bodies because we're physical beings. But the largest nakuda of the success of a couple, of the love between the couple, physically has a lot to do with what's going on in their minds and in their hearts. So we don't underemphasize the physical, but we cannot underemphasize the heart and the mind, the emotion, the, the connection of souls. It's brought down, Gemara and Sanhedrin, that a man came and said that when our love, meaning between me and my wife, was strong, we could lay comfortably on the width of a sword. However, now that our love is not at, not as strong, even a bed of 60 cubits wide is not big enough. You see from here that it's the emotional and the spiritual connections of feelings of real love that makes the physical intimacy special and for what it is. So one of the things in order to feel a satisfaction and pleasure in the sexual experience with one's wife is that they need to be feel safe enough to be vulnerable and you need to be safe enough, feel safe enough to be vulnerable yourselves if you're not comfortable with this aspect of life. So the idea being is that if you give your wife full trust that you allow her to rely on you, on your integrity, on your goodness, on your discretion, that you will never take anything that she says um, not seriously or, in a, you know, and, and, or discount things that she's saying or you would make fun of things that she's saying. She knows that that won't happen and she knows that she could trust you fully then she will allow her, her guard to be let down in order to give of herself to you. However, if there is a feeling that she has that she doesn't fully trust you or that you'll make fun of her or that you'll um, l- you know, look at her um, you know, in a, in a, in down at her in, in any way whatsoever in this area that is very hurtful, and she will close up as a result. So the idea here also for husband and wife is to have that healthy balance, to have an inherent sneas and a refinement, but at the same time to make it exciting and interesting. So when we talked on the women's side, you know, there is an importance Perhaps not every time they're intimate, but certainly Leil Tefillah perhaps, perhaps Leil Shabbos other times, where she should try to wear 
lingerie. But again, again, I'm not going to go into details here, but sort of a elegant type thing, not cheap. Basically, you want it to be, without getting into details, you want it to be elegant and stylish and beautiful without being coarse and and um, you know grotesque or distasteful. So the idea is like this. The chitzainius, the externalities, have its value. But we need to still understand that externalities are externalities. So the key is really is the, what you wear, what your husband, what your wife wears, and so on, reflects deeply what your relationship is about. And it's to be done with a certain dignity and respect together with the excitement that's connected with it. So the key really is, again, that, that husbands, they could enjoy their wives, they could enjoy sexual pleasure, to give, the take, and so on and so forth. They could enjoy, men could enjoy seeing their wives dressed beautifully in lingerie and whatever it is, enticing. But always, always remember what lies beneath. Beneath it, beneath the body, is a soul. And that's what you're focusing on primarily. And again, we said this many, many times. People think you focus more on that. You're gonna, It's going to detract from your physical enjoyment. You'll see over time... As you practice this, you will realize that it'll increase your actual physical enjoyment when you have that whole personality, the whole person as a whole in mind. And then you'll enjoy the externalities as well. You know, the idea of a badekin is you cover the kala's face before the chuppah. That's to remind the chassan. And again, everything that happens is, is nitzchias, you know. It reminds the chassan that their relationship is not just from what is seen. Their relationship is a lot what lies beneath the surface. Now, of course, beauty is important. And on the women's side, we talked about it, how they should not negate the importance of beauty for themselves and for their husbands, encouraging them, yes, they should wear beautiful clothing or, 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 you know, lingerie, whatever it is, to the both of you, and you know your husband likes something, I explained on the women's side that that you know as long as a husband has normal, healthy shmir seinayim and they're good emotionally and 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 spiritually trying to grow, that means they're a good human being. And the fact that they want to enjoy their wives physically and have a sexual relationship and they feel good that their wives dress up nicely for them in the bedroom is healthy and normal. But again, I'm on the men's side, though, I have to say it is healthy, it is normal, but it can't be a hyper-focus. And that's why, you know, to push her to wear things that are coarse or vulgar, or for herself to choose those type of things, is not healthy either. There's a way to be... I don't want to use all the vocabulary to be very... Uh, um, sexy, what they call it, or very attractive, very very sexually appealing without that coarseness, without the vulgarity, without wearing things that are beneath one's dignity, even in the bedroom. 
there's ways, again, I'm not getting into it, and on the women, they know from the women's side, but dressing in a way that you value yourself as a person. You could be extremely sexual and very provocative and exciting and still be within your person, and that's a healthy thing. I just want to say, though, what's very, very important is that because intimacy is like everything, every other part of life, there's ups and downs. There's times where it's very um, exciting and, and fast-paced. There's times when it's slow and relaxed. Times change, seasons change. So over here also, it's healthy to have a healthy balance. Not force your wife or have it or her expect to always dress up every time that you're together intimately. To allow that balance to happen. When she's tired and she's not up to it to forego those uh, lingerie and fancy things or whatever it is, to have a certain healthy balance. And on the wife's side, also explained that the husbands really want it, so they should do it when the husbands want it. And they, they should do it, but they don't have to do it every single night. They could do it, if let's say they're intimate three times a, na- a week as an example, just giving an example. Every couple's different. So they could decide between themselves the Shabbos night, and maybe one other night, or whenever, whatever it is, that they'll that sh- they will dress up, and the other one will be more like lower key, where it's not. And that way, you could focus on your wife, not just on the externality of it, but to appreciate and love her the way she is, without that external uh, embellishment as well. So that that is a balance, and not to hyper focus on it, but at the same time. To acknowledge that it is part of a healthy um, aspect of a married couple when they dress, you know, in ways that it is exciting for each one, and and especially, you know, the the women for the men and so for the husbands and so on and so forth. Now the problem is also, which men have to be careful about, is they must have a realistic expectation of their wives that you have and the wives themselves it it causes so much what happens with them let's put aside the the men for a minute just to put yourself in their shoes for a second these days where they have these physical perfect specimens so to speak where every blemish is removed and the bodies are tightened and the length basically digital um all alterations to make them look like perfect and in movies and so on and so forth. What happens with this is, is that when women are exposed to it, forget about the men for a moment, the women exposing to this causes their own self-body image and self-esteem to be crushed. And there is evidence that there's mounting incidents of depression and eating disorders and worse things because, because of that comparison that they make from those uh, fantasy images to themselves. And it is unfair and not healthy when men, because they lack the Shmir Seinayim, or they have very unrealistic expectations, that they, you know, that they compare a normal human being, wife, to these, uh, you know, unrealistic uh, images that they already have in their mind. And that is a very sad state, and that's something that needs to be uprooted. It is okay, and I stress it on the women's side very much, that every human being, they're born a certain way, it's fact, some people are more attractive, some people are less attractive, that is true. 
that's just the reality of life. But what is true is that every person, every um, every uh, woman, for example, they could be the best they can be. Based on their whatever their features are, they could dress in a way and take care of their bodies in a way they, re- they really could look very attractive. Even average or below average, quote-unquote, women could look very attractive if they take care of themselves. So we talk about that on the women's side. But there still needs to be a, lex- a, a realistic expectation and, and, and to understand that aspect of it. And that creates a removal of a lot of anxiety and a lot of uh, unhealthy jealousy and unhealthy always being uh, you know, in this fantasy world and not appreciating what you have in front of you. So that's a very, very important concept. We also talked about how Dine Harchaka allows this spark to really be there, where the Harchakas create a sensitivity of touch that when they finally do are allowed to touch, it becomes very um, like electric and very um, charged because of the fact that there was this separation. So that is that is an important thing to understand, um, to have that healthy balance when it comes to expecting your wife to wear certain things in the bedroom or what she expects of you and so on and so forth. The idea of using um, different like vibrators and things like that. So the idea really is, is that Every human being is different. Every couple is different. There may or may not be a place for these items in your life. And again, if there's halachic issues that you need to ask about, but mo- most of these things are not uh, uh, really halachically problematic. If you're not sure, you ask. But But again... The idea being that even if you choose to explore those options, the mindset of both the husband and the wife need to be not to do this or look for this because it's out there or that's what you heard other people are doing. No. You look at it between you and your wife, yourselves, in your relationship, how to enhance your own uh, you know, aspect of this area, whether it's helpful for us. It makes no difference whether other people use it or don't use it. And again, you have to be careful sometimes because, uh, uh, you know, sometimes vibrators could desensitize a person, whatever. I'm not going into that. And there's therapists that talk about it where, you know, there is, is place for different things. But again, if you think there's a halachic problem, ask a shayla. And if, even if it's not a halachic problem, then don't, decide to do these things because you want to experiment, because other people are doing it, you think about the tayelas of your own marriage and your own marriage relationship. So that's very, very important. Another thing I want to say, this goes, this is a two-way street, believe it or not, but very often it happens that men want certain acts to be done. Putting aside, assuming halachic permissibility right now, we're not getting into that, but assuming it's you asked, even if you asked and you, you had an answer to it that you're allowed to, fine. 
But this is something one needs to understand. Even if you ask the Shaila and you, go, you, you have a pull to do this and this and this with your wife or, or on your wife or, or whatever it is, and, and after talking to a Rav or they, they give you a heter, usually they'll tell you not to do unusual things all the time. You have to really more or less try to do the normal things and once in a while, if you feel you need it, then you could deviate from that. So even if you get such a, an allowance, you have to remember one thing. You have to remember that that involves a benadam l'mokim chelik. Then there's also a benadam chelik, which means like this. Even if something, and you got the heter and you're allowed to do something um, that you want to be done in the bedroom, your wife has to be fully comfortable with it or at least be willing. As soon as she sees, if she gets scared or feels very uncomfortable or she tells you to stop doing something, even if she agreed, you have to stop right away. This goes the other way around also. You have situations where the wife pressures the husband to do certain things. It goes both ways. One needs to really um, have a tremendous respect and have a uh, deep reverence towards the other one's privacy and the other one's space and 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 it, it it's okay by the way it's okay where one is really wants something done the other one is reluctant it's okay what's not okay is is to pressure or to bully or to manipulate so that the other one should agree to what you want sexually in the bedroom that's not acceptable what is acceptable is is to have dialogues, to talk about it, to allow time to pass, to allow um, to start out slow. It's okay that one is more eager about it and one is more reluctant. That's fine. That's a normal part of any relationship where any activity or anything they do together, not just in the bedroom, where one may want something, the other one may not want it or may not want it so much, and they work on a happy medium to make the other one happy. That is acceptable and that's healthy because very often that is what is the real crux of making a marriage beautiful is when they meet midway, they reach out out of their comfort zone towards the other one in whichever way it goes in this area and in other areas of life. So the idea being is that there has to be a menschlichkeit and a communication, never pressure, never coercion, never manipulation. And in general, in general, when it comes to whether it's material assets or physical pleasures, Achachamim gave us the best Eitzah. Ezo usher hasameach bechelkai. Now that doesn't mean you should try to enhance your sexual relationship with one another. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, to be happy with things that the way they are. That is why the constant urge for doing, for looking for extremes in this area, uh, exotic things, erotic things, kinky things, whatever the words that they use, fet, fet, fetishes and all these things can block and cause uh, imbalance in this area. You know, once in a while, you want to put a spark there, one wants it, the other one doesn't, or they both want it, Fine, but 
as a rule, as an overall idea, as an overall hashkafa, to be happy with your lot, even as you want to grow in this area or in any area in life. And that's a tremendous yesaid. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us. These are subjects that are not uh, comfortable talking about. I'm certainly not comfortable talking about, but from what I know from feedbacks and conversations privately, people have told me by email sometimes on the women's side and once in a while, but mostly by men in this area. It's something that is important. There's no question about it. It's important to work with each other on this, treat each other with menschlichkeit all the time when it comes to these areas, but there's nothing wrong with a couple wanting to enhance this physical sexual area of life to make it more pleasurable uh, for your wife and wife to husband, and, and that's perfectly healthy as long as, of course, it's in balance with all the other aspects of life that you are being a healthy husband and a healthy person in all areas of life. And that's really the shlemus of a person. So in this shir and some of these like shiurim, we, we focus on the bedroom and sexuality, and, but, but it really applies to all areas of life. Brachan